Welcome to the Stay Well Report, where we feature daily news and research, as well as health tips on fitness, nutrition, and a wellness lifestyle. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Davidson. Lutein found in leafy green vegetables may counter cognitive aging, a report from Science Daily. Spinach and kale are favorites of those looking to stay physically fit, but they could also keep us cognitively fit, according to a new study from the University of Illinois. They found that middle-aged participants with a higher level of lutein, which is a nutrient found in green leafy vegetables such as spinach and kale, as well as avocados and eggs, they had neural responses that were more on par with younger individuals than with their peers. The findings are published in the journal Frontiers in Aging Neuroscience. Ann Walk, a postdoctoral scholar and the author of the paper, said, quote, We want to understand how diet impacts cognition throughout the lifespan. If lutein can protect against decline, we should encourage people to consume lutein-rich foods at a point in their lives when it has maximum benefit. Lutein is a nutrient that the body cannot make on its own, so it must be acquired through the diet. Lutein accumulates in brain tissues, but also accumulates in the eye, which allowed researchers to measure levels without relying on invasive techniques. Walk said again, begin quote, the neuroelectrical signature of older participants with higher levels of lutein look much more like their younger counterparts than their peers with less lutein. In this study, they focused on attention, but they would like to understand the effects of lutein on learning and memory in the future. So, eat your green leafy vegetables and make sure to also have some eggs and avocado. Giving to others can make you happy, according to some new research from the University of Zurich in Switzerland. Fewer than one in three Americans say they are happy according to a Harris Poll Happiness Index. In reality, small tweaks can add up when it comes to your feeling of happiness, and one of the first steps is to take one that is a win-win for everyone, being generous. It turns out that giving back to others may hold the key to turning your frown upside down. The study saw that 50 people were divided into groups and pledged to either spend money on themselves or on others. Over a four-week period, functional magnetic resonance imaging or MRI scans measured brain activity in regions associated with social behavior, generosity, happiness, and decision-making. The scans revealed that people who agreed to spend money on others made more generous choices as well as had stronger increases in self-reported happiness. And they had more interactions in brain regions linked to altruism and happiness compared to those who agreed to spend money on themselves. Happiness increased whether the participants planned to give away a little bit of money or a lot. The lead author, Philip Tobler, Associate Professor of Neuroeconomics and Social Neuroscience, said, quote, at least in our study, the amount spent did not matter. It is worth keeping in mind that even little things have a beneficial effect, like bringing coffee to one's office mates in the morning, end quote. This study takes 
the knowledge of happiness a step further by revealing a neural link between the generosity and happiness, which may explain while charitable acts make people feel so good. Fat shaming in the doctor's office can be mentally and physically harmful. This is according to new research, and this is a story from Science Daily. Medical discrimination based on people's size and negative stereotypes of overweight people can take a toll on people's physical health and well-being according to a recent review of research presented at the annual convention of the American Psychological Association. Joan Chrysler, PhD, was a presenter and she said, quote, disrespectful treatment and medical fat shaming in an attempt to motivate people to change their behavior is stressful and can cause patients to delay healthcare seeking or avoid interacting with providers. In some cases, providers might not take fat patients' complaints seriously or might assume that their weight is the cause of any symptoms they experience. Other studies show that negative attitudes among medical providers can also cause psychological stress in patients. Fat shaming on social media has become prevalent and weight is the most common reason children are bullied in school with 85% of surveyed adolescents reportedly seeing overweight classmates teased in gym class. Evidence confirms that fat shaming is not an effective approach to reducing obesity or improving health. Rather, stigmatization of obese individuals poses serious risks to their psychological health. Research demonstrates that weight stigma leads to psychological stress which can lead to poor physical and psychological health outcomes for obese people. Breastfeeding reduces breast cancer risk, says a new report from Medical News Today. A review of the latest scientific research on breast cancer shows that there is strong evidence that breastfeeding can reduce women's risk of premenopausal and postmenopausal breast cancers. A report on the review by the American Institute for Cancer Research and the World Cancer Research Fund has been released this week to mark World Breastfeeding Week. The report offers several explanations for how breastfeeding lowers breast cancer risk. One reason is that lactation delays when women start menstruating again after giving birth. This reduces lifetime exposure to hormones such as estrogen, which are linked to increased breast cancer risk. Another way is that after lactation, the breast sheds a lot of tissue during which it may also get rid of cells with damaged DNA, which can give rise to cancer. The report also suggests that lactation may change the expression of genes in breast cells in a way that exerts a lasting impact on the risk of cancer development. The report finds that for every five months of breastfeeding duration, there is at least a 2% lower risk of breast cancer. The World Health Organization recommends that babies are breastfed exclusively for up to six months before introducing other foods. 
Not only does breast milk provide infants with essential nutrients, it also boosts their immune system and helps to protect them from infection and asthma. The CDC report shows that among babies born in 2013, 81% started breastfeeding, suggesting that most mothers in the U.S. want to breastfeed and try to do so, but by the time they were six months old, only around half of the babies were still breastfeeding. Now the AICR estimates that along with breastfeeding, a third of breast cancers in the U.S. could be prevented by other risk factors, avoiding alcohol, being more physically active with exercise, and maintaining a healthy weight. Not only that, but the report suggests that breastfed babies are less likely to put on too much weight as they grow. This gives the child a good start in life because overweight and obesity in adults raises the risk of developing 11 other common cancers. Thank you for listening to the Stay Well Report podcast. You can also hear us on anchor.fm radio station and make sure to subscribe to our podcast through Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Until tomorrow, where we will feature more daily health tips and news and research, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Davidson. Stay healthy.